0: Once upon a time, there were six strangers. Strangers who, despite the best efforts of the coronavirus, got together for a virtual game of D&D. That game turned into another game, which turned into yet another game, which turned into a campaign. By then, the strangers, who had started to become friends, said, "'Hey, since we're playing, and we need those notes anyways, why don't we record it and release it as a podcast?' This is the story of the players and the characters in that campaign. This is the story of Golden Glory in Season 3, The Shadow Conclave. Okay, welcome to our D&D podcast. First thing you gotta know, we're not voice actors. We're not even actors. We're just a bunch of regular folk who wanted to play D&D during the coronavirus pandemic. Next thing you gotta know, this ain't your run-of-the-mill D&D game. It's an Acquisitions Incorporated game, which means it's going to get weird, corporate, and have a bunch of acting in-jokes. Last thing you've got to know, it's a homebrew game, which means if you're looking for adventures on the Sword Coast, or in Tal'Dorei, or in Wildmar, you're not going to find them here. But if you're looking for something a little familiar, and more than a little different, onwards to Golden Glory. Shadow Council, we bring to you today uh, a special Origins one-shot, our 10th official episode of Season 3, a tale of intrigue, adventure, and corporate machinations, Golden Glory, the Shadow Conclave. Most revered Shadow Council. Today, we have a little surprise, a little special, because you've all been asking about Hellfix. Who is this new artificer artillerist? How did he earn his chops as a corporate operations audit specialist? I mean, what's his backstory? Well, as they say, most respected Shadow Council, ask and ye shall receive, with a retroactive retelling of one of his key adventures, one of the ones that put him on the map, assuming he doesn't today die an inglorious death. And with that, we cede the floor to the one and only Auditor of Artifice, the Artillerist Extraordinaire, Hellfix the Breaker Moonshadow.
1: Tagline If I die today, I force a retcon, and that's a win anyway. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Do we give her inspiration? Yeah, sure. All sure. right, inspiration. Nice,
1: <laughs> nice, nice. I literally came up with that as you said retcon thing. I'm like, yes! That,
0: that was excellent. I that have that, a tagline. That, that, was, that was most um, excellent. Okay, so uh, Karen and Daryl, I'm going to have you hold off on your introductions while I get straight to uh, Sir Hellfix. So, Helphix, um As is your desired approach as a freelance adventuring consultant, you have many opportunities and jobs that kind of come your way. Some of them you can kind of pick and choose and you're like, ah, that doesn't really interest me and it doesn't really kind of suit my interests. So, you know, you turn a bunch uh, over in your time and that's a bit of a luxury. Certainly at the beginning of your career in this capacity, you took all the work that you can get, but at this point, you're kind of able to pick and choose among some of the ones which are more interesting or at least more lucrative. And this latest, Summons or bid for contract tender definitely falls into that latter category for not only does it involve um, some, uh, you know, uh, business travel. It also is uh, subcontracted through Drawn Enterprises. And you know, having worked with them in the past, that they are a very lucrative uh, employer. They always kind of pick really interesting opportunities uh, to kind of aid in your own personal growth and development. And with that, you find yourself today. Um, and I guess my question to you is that, would you have... Um, bothered to take this in person with the Drawn Enterprises uh, recruitment team or is this something you would just kind of do remotely? How would you sort of engage in testing out the waters with uh, this prospective contract?
1: Have I worked with Drawn? You said I've
0: worked with Drawn before, Oh, right? yeah, absolutely.
1: Uh, I prob- right. I'd probably just take it remote. no, no sense. Okay. You know, like All it
2: doesn't right. need to be a meeting. It can be
1: an email. <laughs> you uh, no, <laughs> Hello?
0: Oh, oh, Hellfix. It is Malachi of Drawn Enterprises. I understand that, uh... You have had some free time of late. How are you doing, by the way? How are your latest inventions? And I don't remember... Do you have a missus? Or partner? Or something like that? If anyways, how are they?
1: Oh, none of that, but, um... I'm good, though. I'm making progress. Um... On some things here, because you know, free time it's like, you know, working hard or you're hardly working, Um, haha. I understand,
0: I understand, absolutely. So, are you interested in a new opportunity, one that can be equally lucrative? For both our mutual organizations, one for you to build your credibility and your already impressive record, and of course enrich yourself in the in the doing. I believe that we actually have a very lucrative contract with a client that would open up some opportunities in the southern principalities. What say you? Ah, uh, southern
1: principalities, southern principalities. Have I worked there before?
0: Well, I would presume that being a gnome of gnomish descent, that uh, you probably have come from one of the gnome enclaves in the Southern oh, Principality. Oh, I, I know, I know, trying to get away from family and that sort of thing. You know, I understand. You want to, you want to break from the restrictions of your background to free yourself in terms of exploring the world becoming your own man. Trust me, Hellfix, I understand this all too well. Now...
1: How much are you going to be paying?
0: Knowing that you have to effectively return back to home, and I know based on our past interviews this hasn't been an ideal thing, we are prepared to double our usual rate. And on top of that, because this represents an opportunity for our offices to expand into Averon and in particular ensure that we have connections uh, that are intensified with the College of Engineering, we would be willing, as a bonus, if this is pulled off without intervention or undue duress, uh, "To..." Add in special incentive, if you will. How does that sound? Now, I will say, I don't believe that this is a solo job. I mean, by all means, if you feel that you can take on such challenge by yourself, but I certainly would ensure that you tap into your uh, collection of colleagues and past adventuring companions to bolster your already significant abilities. and if you are looking for specific recommendations, why, I have them, but I'm sure that you would prefer to choose the team yourself.
1: It does sound pretty good. It does sound pretty good. And I've, uh, enjoyed working with you in the past.
0: Uh... Oh, and you know what I have for you, just to sweeten the pot. If you just uh, go to your usual cubicle, you will find that we have transported to your location freshly brined spiced olives. Just the way you like them, with the right amount of oil, a right amount of chili, and the edges from the salted waters that create the brine from Marek. We could do nothing more for our favorite consultant than to just give a little gesture of our appreciation.
1: Ah, oh, <laughs> Malachi. Oh, uh, you know just what to say. Um... Yeah, all right. I
0: know, I know, as they say, silver tongue olives. devil. <laughs> but we wouldn't be in the situation if it weren't for our most excellent partnership. Now, do we have a deal or do you need another tub of olives?
1: Well, I mean, I wouldn't say no to another Done. tub of olives.
0: <laughs> and <laughs> all another, right, then we
1: another got one. Another <laughs> one.
0: <laughs> you get another one. And you know, like they're all like really professionally gift wrap, like like Think of what the Japanese do with with a lot of their wrapping, and it's all really, really intricate. It's like origami folds around the edges, kind of creating like this lace pattern and everything like that. And uh, do you have a favorite animal? Uh,
1: I'm going to come up with something quick. Um, Owl.
0: An owl. Well, it has an origami owl on the top, you know, and it sort of, you know, creates that little twist thing to be able to kind of take it off. Okay, well, um, that is with you. And, uh, oh, um, will you require, as you have requested in the past, um, emergency insurance? Just in case, you know, things get a little in over your head. I mean, of course, it's the usual terms. If we have to enact such services, then, you know, clearly you're going to have to pay the initial deposit and premium. But it's just part of the deal, value-added services and all.
1: Yeah, yeah, you did give me another... Bucket of olives, so sure, sure. The, all, right. Uh, all right, excellent.
0: You know, it's just part of securing our margins and making sure that we make a good investment in our personnel and our contractor choices. Very good to hear from you. And you know, you know, all you need to do is shout and uh, we shall enable that part of the agreement. Very well. Well, I leave you to your deliberations and the sourcing of your personnel, but I do believe you should arrange for transparency To Moonshadow on Haven post haste. Now, Moonshadow on Haven sort of fills you both with, I would say, well, I'm not sure what your opinions are, but presumably, as a very renowned adventurer who has ventured beyond the borders of kind of the backwards gnomish enclaves, you probably have a pretty I don't know, ambivalent relationship with your homeland. But I mean, you tell me. I mean in general, when you think of home, what do you think?
1: Um, I think Hellfix, when he thinks of home, it, it's kind of the way like Luke Skywalker might think of Tatooine, where it's just like <laughs> it's the Generic vanilla starting point, right? <laughs> and then, why would you go back?
0: Exactly. Got to get that, out of. Except your the sp-
1: difference here is that Helphix actually has family there still.
0: Okay. Well, that that I mean, and that makes sense. I mean, after all, you are a gnome. So, I mean, why would you wouldn't have, uh, you know, family in in the? Um, That'd
1: know. be quite strange. Yeah. Yeah. No.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Well, um, it certainly it seems to be uh, initiated by. It looks like. Uh, Kind of uh, the matriarch and, and patriarch of Moonshadow on Haven. And uh, yes, uh, one Pickle Moonshadow and Poggle Most Mound are making demands uh, and uh, require the intervention of skilled adventurers to assist with uh, an, an, uh, an investigation of the utmost importance to the gnome community. So you've got your whole Rolo decks or whatever the fantasy equivalent is of that of your kind of past companions that might be suitable to such a, a, a situation. And uh I would say those who kind of you know immediately come up would be Karen's character, (laughs) conveniently. (laughs) Karen, why don't you tell us a little bit about your background, your character, and, uh, (laughs) that that (laughs) sort of thing, you know, like, well, you don't have to necessarily give a background, but maybe just give uh, us as Hellfix is picking up her sending stone and she is, he is picturing in his mind your character and the past adventures you've kind of shared together. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Okay, so um,
3: Enigma is my character's name. Non-binary, so doesn't look male or female. It's kind of in between. You never know what they are going to look like.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah
3: because they look different each time you see them. Lovely. Um, and you know they're very good with their swords.
0: Oh, okay. Okay, so a um, sword wielder okay mm-hmm. so kind of front line and, yep. and, and certainly uh, is a, a great complement to uh, Hellfix's, uh own abilities as a sort of artillerist and a little bit more of a ranged individual okay and that that that's uh, good and uh no other uh distinguishing features other than the fact that you appear differently every time yes okay all right well um let's say that uh, the two of you are in contact what do you say to each other Hello. Hey, uh,
1: Enigma.
3: Hey, Halfix. How's it going?
1: Pretty good. You want to make some money? Of course, again? always. Yeah, I thought so. Um, John contracted me for something uh, down in Haven on Moonshadow. You ever been there? It's kind of like uh, it's like a bunch of mushrooms, bunch of farms. It's uh, I mean I'm not sure exactly. It's probably going to be kind of tame, but, you know, make a lot of money. Yeah, well, I don't mind making money. I'll meet you there. All right.
0: All right. Next up on the list, it's a little bit of an unusual choice and um, sort of a strange kind of story about how it even kind of happened. But uh, this actually is one of your old colleagues and um, not quite the normal adventuring individual, and uh, Daryl, why don't you introduce your character as Helphix uh, puts in a sending call to you?
4: Okay, well, uh, so I would be Pi, and uh, I am a cat, not a tabaxi, as Pi would be very quick to remind anyone who would make that mistake. Um, and uh, so like, does that uh, mean
0: like house cat size? Like, you're like, because a, a tabaxi is, is a full, you know, medium sized human, right? So, are you like, yeah,
4: so I, I was going yeah, so, so one day I was, uh, uh, you know, just, just sitting on the window ledge, right, you know, of, of my master's tower, right, you know, and, uh, and, and he was, you know, grunting draconic and casting spells and doing whatever, but something went wrong. There was a big explosion. And uh, and then when I came to, I had grown to about three feet in size, right? Um, and and I started to walk on my hind legs. Um, so a lot of people mistake me for like a short, dwarf-sized tabby but I, I am a cat, right? <laughs> and, uh, and 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 I play the tango drums. I'm very rhythmic. Uh, everything I do is with rhythm and grace uh, and and. Yeah.
0: Okay. And uh, any particular oh, coloration? And I, and I, not so motivated by money, but so much as shiny things. All right. Well, Hellfix, how do you make a proposition to uh, one of your more useful companions to kind of uh, participate in this new opportunity?
1: Uh, I didn't catch a name, actually. Sorry, actually, P-I. Know, it was Ply? Pi. Pi, Pi,
0: as in
4: 3.14.
1: Yeah, okay. <laughs>
0: Sounds the same as cherry pie.
1: (laughs) Hey, pie, I need your help with something. Um...
4: I look up from, like, licking my my back, my neck. Uh
1: Uh-huh. Okay, you are there this time. Um... You like... I'm trying to think of... Oh, man. Shiny things, shiny things, shiny things. Um... So I'm going to this place called Haven on Moonshadow. My hometown or area, whatever you call it. Um... They got some pretty shiny rocks, so I thought I should just let you know. Uh... Lots of people who make, like, those little ornamental uh, spoons and silverware. Um... Thought you might like it, you know. Oh,
4: I like shiny little spoons. Yeah. I go around the tea. You yeah. know, I sometimes I, I bang my tongue jump over with them.
1: Oh, that's nice. Uh, I, yeah, I was just letting you know, was uh, coming with me. Uh, you can tag along and uh, um, get some shiny spoons.
4: I might be able to do that.
1: Yeah, a cousin of mine uh, does like lots of knitting, so you know she's got just like balls of yarn. I don't know if you're interested in that. Uh, if that's like an all cats thing, or if it's just one of those weird misconceptions. <laughs>
4: oh no, I like to play in the yarn. It gets like all tangled and stuff, nice. and then I I gotta like get myself out of it. It's like a
0: game. Hey, is that your cousin a Hen or is it your cousin Ren? Ren. Oh, of course. <sighs> How... how uh, yeah, sorry. I mean, that was just a dumb question. Of course it's red.
1: <laughs> it's obviously red. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> okay. He likes um, leather, obviously.
0: Oh, uh, yes. How could you
1: possibly get those two yeah, things
0: confused? I. I'm so sorry. It's, you know, just... Uh, it just slipped my mind. I, I, I don't know how I, I, I could have anyways. Well, so let's say you all arrange through means mundane and or magical to arrive on the third day of the hedgehog in the month of the Leviathan in the year of, uh, let's say the golem and, uh, you arrive at the pre-designated spot and it is a small but humble entrance in the side of rolling hills in the south principality of Avaron, at the border of the dragon scale mountains but it's that rolling hills that kind of you know enters in and you can see that there are wagon tracks and and uh, the, the the signs of um you know activity and so uh, rural rural life that sort of uh, lightens this kind of whole area Area. And of course, Hellfix, you know it well. And these are sort of the um, the hillsides and uh, you know the stone crops that are associated with your clan, the Moon Shadows, as well as. Uh, The heavily interbred silvery moon and the occasional moss mound. And in front of you, you can smell the freshly tilled, slightly cool and damp earth that kind of rises uh, from that. And you also scent on the air... Both the smell of home cooking, but certainly the activity of the mushroom farms that are so prevalent uh, in these here hills. And so with your new companions at the entrance, essentially, of what is your um, original home of origin, Moonshadow on Haven, Haven on Moonshadow, sometimes uh You know, people get it all mixed up. Who knows really what order it comes in? But may I ask Helfix, what do you do from here?
1: What exactly is it that uh, Dron has hired Helfix to do?
0: In the contract, it mentions disturbances that have been. Um, identified by the community, specifically Mama Pickle and Papa Poggle. And they have, uh, basically reached out to, uh, organization like, uh, Drawn Enterprise. You believe that they had made also, uh, parallel bids with Acquisition Incorporated. But for whatever reason, that was actually turned down. And, uh, it talks about, uh, an interruption in the productivity of the mushroom farms. Um, certain, uh, disruption and, uh, uh, difficulties within the community. Uh, the symbiotic relationship with the, uh, myconid people seems to be, uh, in a state of disarray and disruption. And they are looking for individuals of uh, leadership, bravery, and fortitude who may be able to restore the community to a semblance of its normal operations.
1: Oh, God. That means I'm probably going to have to talk to Mama Pickle. Oh, God, I don't want to talk to Mama Pickle. Uh Hey guys! <laughs> hey, look at that! There, there's
0: there's strangers coming on 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 a on a farm, and oh my gosh, that that look really interesting. And look at that little cute kitty cat. And you see this?
4: Where? St- and I look around
0: okay so, <laughs> so th- there is a basically popping up from kind of small stones and kind of uh you know uh, smallish boulders that kind of you know line the edge of the entranceway to this sort of you know hillworks. you can see little kind of, of uh, you know pointed ears and colored hair tufts and just the flashes of little bits of, of clothing that are just kind of peeking their eyes over the edge of these kind of rock outcroppings, and you hear what you think are giggles, uh, or if not, certainly some form of like excitement, anyways. And there it's kind of a babble coming from the front. Oh my gosh, hey, that looks like a gnome! Oh my gosh, it's a
1: gnome from the outside! I wonder who it is! Hey, kid, don't you know it's rude to talk about people? Why don't you come over and say hello? Oh, my God. You're
2: from
0: the outside. You're from the beyond. Oh, Who are you, cousin? Do we know you from days long past? And then, like, one, two, three of these, like, heads kind of, you know, stick themselves out. And they're actually kind of shyly peeking, you know, their eyes around. Oh, that kitty cat is so cute. Can I pet him, please? Please, please, please.
1: Halifax get, gets a little bit of like uh, a shitty grin and just goes Yeah, sure, you can pet him. Okay, Okay kitty, come, come, out. kitty. <laughs> come, <laughs> come, here, come here, come here, kitty. Hey! He's biting
0: me! Hey, that's not nice! <laughs> oh my gosh! Okay, here no, kitty,
3: it's
1: not nice, but that's here, what they call like I've orange.
0: got a mushroom. You want a mushroom, little kitty? Come here. It smells uh, What rude. does the mushroom look like? Um, it's got some kind of blue undergills. It's glowing slightly, and it has some spots on the upper cap that have... Fun- uh, you you have
4: me at glowing slightly. I take this mushroom. Oh, okay.
0: Hey, he likes playing with the mushroom. Don't tell him it's poisonous. <laughs> yeah. um, I eat the mushroom. Oh, can you please make a constitution check for me? Uh, yeah, I probably can. Constitution save, actually.
4: Save? Uh-huh. Okay.
0: That's, uh, dirty 20. <laughs> okay, well, you know, you're like, ha! <sighs> little bit of a hairball, um, but, uh, you know, actually once you just kind of get that, you know, through that edge, there's something about the saliva and the chewing little bit as it kind of goes down, it's actually pretty tasty. Now, all of these gnome children are looking at you with eyes like wide open and they're just waiting for something bad to happen, but it doesn't happen. All right. Now, Yeah, that's the way I roll. I just saunter away. Okay, that's <laughs> cool. Um, any reaction from you, Enigma?
3: I am making myself look kind of gnomish.
2: <gasps>
3: are you a but gnome? But I'm much taller gnome. Why are you so tall? Well, um,
0: I'm not fully a gnome. Are you like a half gnome? Yes. Oh what is the other part of your breeding? Human? Oh Really? Who's your mom?
3: My mom is a gnome.
0: Uh-huh, uh-huh. And she comes from a is she a silvery moon or a moss mound? Um uh, neither. A riverwind? Yes. Oh, Oh my gosh! You know that my third cousin is um, is um, um, Holt Riverwind. Oh. Oh, I, you know what? We used to be next door neighbors until they moved away. Where did they go? Don't tell me they went into the human lands in order to give birth to you. They did go to the human lands. Yes. Oh, that's amazing! What's it like? And then now the now that they're kind of talking the sort of initial fear and shyness just completely goes away. And especially around you, Hellfix, like you can see like a whole gaggle of them just swarm forward and they're all like looking wide-eyed at you and a bunch of them are trying to touch your, um, you know, grenade launcher artillery thing and, and, you know, they're trying to shine it and all this kind of stuff. And it, it's definitely, you know, getting a little bit overwhelming in their presence.
1: Are you my cousin? Which cousin are you? Uh it's been a while since I've been here, kid, so I don't know exactly, but I'm pink. Um, here, 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 here. You like the gun so much, here's what I'm gonna give you. And Hellfix like reaches back into his pouch and pulls out some little firecrackers <laughs> and says, here, take these, go cause trouble. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Puck! Don't and tell puck. Your parents. We've got
0: firecrackers. Let's go, man. And they kind of, um, they basically kind of take off and they go inside. And then within about a minute or two, you hear these, (laughs) these kind of like small explosions. And then like the two kind of, ah, and they, they, they go running off somewhere. All right. So you've still got this uh, whole bunch and they're like, what's it like on the outside? You know, um, all they basically do is I went past the still rolls and I went to, you know, the deeping way in the understream to tend to the barrel stalks as well as the zygom. And oh my gosh, we got a puff root dragon egg. Can you believe it it's so exciting? But, you know, it's not like, I don't know, look at the strange gear. And then you've got this half gnome who's like a giant. And then, of course, that cute kitty cat. What are you guys doing here anyways?
1: Oh god, children. I, they, they ask so. Like, he just turns to the other two and ignores the kids. It's like, they ask so many questions and they don't wait for you to answer the questions. Um, we're looking so for. You, know, the what?
4: So you know, no, know what they say about curiosity in cats?
1: they
4: what? So, you know what they say about curiosity in cats? Wait a second. You talk? That's too bad. Mr. Kitty Cat, can you actually
0: talk? Can you not understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? I can. And I'm just wondering if I've had too many bluegills or something.
4: Yes, you ate one too many mushrooms. Huh
0: huh. This is all a hallucination. I, I have to learn to kind of, you know, moderation, as the as the elders say. Now too. I
4: a minor illusion of like little sparkling lights
0: above him. Oh, I really went too far this time. They warned me about this, the elders. Yeah, you should go home and rest. Okay, I'll go now. Wow. Is that a fish? I think that's a fish. I've never seen a fish before, but I think if it were a fish, that's what it probably would look like.
4: The reality is is he's like it's like looking in shapes and clouds and seeing things. That's kind of what he's doing with this.
2: There's no real
4: shape or whatever, but he's joining the dots together. Oh
0: my totally tubular! (laughs) Now um, you can see coming out uh, with a bit of a, a staff or a cane. There's a wizened but attractive looking kind of matronly individual uh, and she comes up, now, children, how often do I have to say, don't pester the guest? And should you really be t- speaking to strangers in this day and age? fix! my dear, it has been many a moon. And you see Mama Pickle. And she is dressed in a very simple kind of frock. Uh, extending out towards the ground. Um, there's no pretension or any type of, you know, fanciness. It just basically is quite utilitarian. It has some, uh, you know, uh, some straps to kind of hold it up. And you can see that at her feet are kind of large, those wooden shoe type of things that allow you to walk in in mud very easily. She kind of clip clops along with that. Oh, what brings you back home, Helfix? I thought you were gone for good. Why, the last time you stormed out, it wasn't exactly the prettiest scene. But that's okay, I know not everyone is suited for
1: the community. <laughs> Regretted teeth, he's just like, yeah, thanks for reminding me. So uh, I'm just here because I'm working, and I heard that you had um, a problem with the the myconoids and the mushrooms and whatnot. And um, let's just get this over with as quickly as possible. I'll come in, blow some things up, and leave. Sound now, good?
0: Is that any way to greet your mama, pickle? Why I remember holding you in swaddling clothes and having to change when even you were not playing around with this saltpeter and sulfur mixture when in fact you also helped with the chores around the farm. Surely you have some good memories of home. How about I make you your favorite mushroom stew?
1: He just narrows his eyes, is pretending very hard not to like that stew. He says, sure, whatever, it's fine, I guess, it's fine.
0: Now, now, what about your friends? I I can see that there is my, you are tall for a gnome.
3: Well, I'm not a full gnome, I'm a
0: part gnome. Well, I should hope that you're not a full gnome, but uh, quite interesting uh, and you can see that she's trying to reach for, like, a gender term, like sir ma'am, but is really not quite sure. My name is Enigma. Ah, uh, yes, quite appropriate. Enigma. You have a surname? To no. go- oh, just simple Enigma? Yes. It is wonderful. <laughs> uh, and what a cute cat. And she kind of, uh, you know, reaches down to pet you on the head.
4: Yeah, you better have a mushroom. Oh, one of the glows. Helfix, he talks. Mm-hmm. Why is everyone no surprised by this? Because don't they dead. know that I am perfect in practically every way? Uh, very <laughs> in well. In
1: gnomish, Helfix says he doesn't shut up sometimes.
0: <laughs> <sighs> well. Um. You know what? Why I don't, understood
2: that. <laughs> why do
0: Why don't we get you all settled? I do believe we have to kind of talk about the situation, but... You know, there is nothing like uh, our hospitality that we don't prize here at Moonshadow on Haven. And who would we be if we could not give our guest a nice steaming bowl of mushrooms too? Now, come along, dear. That dears. sounds delicious. It certainly is. And if you've never had it before, you're in for a surprise. And um, they take you through kind of a winding little bit in the entrance. And you can see some of the children kind of playing away. You also do see... Um, what appeared to be kind of farmers and craftspeople and stuff like that. And they're going about their, um, you know, everyday, um, you know, a- arrangement. Now, how fix, what is your passive perception, please?
1: It and is or- only a 10.
0: What about insight?
1: Also a 10. How about
0: the other two so pi and or enigma do you have my insight is road?
3: 17 and oh, my perception is 13 oh
0: okay enigma you have a sense and you're not really sure exactly what this is that a lot of these farmers they appear to be a little bit on edge maybe it's because And and in fact, I mean, your mind does some quick calculations and you're like, especially at this point in the day, Mm -hmm. you would expect many of them to be out in the fields doing the harvest and prepping the soil and and doing those activities that farmers do to try and deal with their crops. But this time, which is essentially midday, they're not doing that. So that's very unproductive time. Mama Pickle. Yes, dear. Are is is it appropriately seasoned? Do you have enough? I I yes. hope it's...
3: I just noticed that um most of your people are not in the fields. I'm just wondering why.
0: Ah uh, yes. I uh and and this really brings us to the crux of the situation and you know we are not fighters and and uh, we're just farmers and trying to take care of the land and you know manage the the glow caps and make sure that we are uh, just you know tending to our our basic things but in the last couple of weeks maybe even going back as far as a month we've heard some strange sounds and noises from deep within the, the 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 deeping way and close to understream the further we went down the more bizarre the noises and when we sent out search parties people came back with with stories of strange clicking noises and and uh, almost mechanical sounds or something. And then we noticed when we spoke with the myconids that they were feeling discombobulated. They were saying that there was something wrong with their systems. And when they were trying to intake the nutrients from the ground, it felt off to them and you can see now if you if you speak to any of them you can see that their coloration is not ideal and there's something definitely happening uh, that that's disrupting things that are going on with them And, and we don't know what to do frankly and and we daren't go further into the understream and past the deepening way or even past blade run because beyond there, the dangers from the deep lurk, lurk. And this is why we sort of reached out to an organization who specialized in this type of investigation. And what we're hoping is that you might be able to go down and investigate and maybe put reason to right. I
3: am sure we will do that.
0: Now, Hellfix, I know you to be... um a gnome of incredible intellect and innovation, and, of course, as a seasoned adventurer who has wandered beyond these walls, what are your thoughts? Have you heard of such a phenomena before? I don't know,
1: Alpha. Have I heard of such a (laughs) phenomena
0: before? Why don't you roll history? Uh, It's a 12. It's a 12. So, I mean, every rural community, especially especially those who are perhaps not as educated in the worldly sense, they are subject to their superstitions and their beliefs, right? And they're easily spooked and not amenable to change. And sometimes when there are alterations in the environment or maybe the weather patterns chain or something which is basically outside of their knowledge and experience, there is disruption and upset in the community. And you basically have a bunch of people who are kind of complaining about how things are getting worse. And so you've seen this both in urban communities as well as rural communities as well. But nothing specific having to do with this particular situation.
1: Are you Ooh, sure it's not God. just like a change in mating or migration patterns of birds or something? Like that can affect soil. That can change color of myconoids. Like, why do you think it's a problem that needs to be like blown up? Which what? I'm all in favor of doing. Don't get me well, wrong.
0: Well, well, if, if it were on the outside, if it were in the beyond, then I would agree with what you're saying. Uh, you know, birds coming in from, from the great above, from the skies beyond. But we live in moonshadow on Haven and, you know, we, we don't venture far past the deepening way in the understream. There are no changes in seasons that we know of, and certainly not these strange kind of ticking noises. And what about the myconids? They have always been a stalwart pillar of our community, helping with the symbiotic relationship to shepherd the mushrooms to their greatest potential. There's just nothing in all of our clan's history that speak to anything like this.
4: Would Pai uh, know anything? Does it, like, like, I don't know where, like if he's from Lemuria. It was,
0: Why don't you uh, give me an arcana there. or a history roll, Pai? Um,
4: I'll give you arcana because I have expertise. Sure. Uh, wow. Uh, so 13. 13.
0: From I'm a 2. Okay, um, so, uh, you know, roughly the same result, you know, same yeah, same enough. sort of thing, right? You know, this this could be super. I clearly wasn't
4: paying attention to what was going yeah, on. Yeah,
0: fair enough, fair, fair enough. enough.
4: Into my own thing.
0: Now, um, at this point, another gnome, elderly, uh, you know, coming up with a cane kind of comes in. He says, well, if it ain't hell fix, hey, son, it's been good to see you. Oh, what brings you back to the farm? This is is Papa Poggle.
1: Papa
0: Poggle. Ah, Papa Poggle. um. Wow, remember when you were knee high to a toadstool. Are you here to help us with the weird clicking noises? Maybe put some boom into them rocks?
1: (laughs) He gets it. Um... Yeah, that's what we're planning on doing. I got some friends here. We're
0: just gonna check it out and be on our way. All right. Well, I'm just mighty fine. Glad to see you that you come back home, son. That you were just haven't forgotten your roots. You know what I mean. Anyways, you should make sure that you check up on old Zerp or Zerb. Well, at least one of them could tell you what's going on with them. Anyways, how's a mushroom stew? No one makes you here like Mama Pickle, right, Mama? And he pinches her on the butt. <laughs> and she says, Papa, <laughs> save it for later.
1: Halphix is like turned around and covered his eyes. Despite the fact that he's like an older gentleman now, I think coming back home, he's got a bit of that childish disposition. And he's like, no, no, don't. <laughs> like, he at the same time, she goes, Papa, don't do this now. <laughs> Well, you know, one
0: doesn't live 300 years without seeing a little something, you know what I mean? <laughs> Anyways, well, you know all the farmers, they're just sitting around, they're, you know, no good for nothing, doing nothing... And we're just coming behind on our quotas and stuff like that. How we're supposed to make, you know, the the, the market sales if we don't have this stuff kind of going. So, sort of depending on you lot from your outsider's perspective to kind of give us a different thing. And you know what? If at the end of the day all it is is you go boom, well, you know, Health fix. there's a reason why you were born, boy. Thanks. <laughs> You're never- welcome. Yeah! <laughs> All right. What's this here, kitty cat? That's kind of weird. I don't even see no cat around here. Come here, cat.
4: As he's asking this, he sees uh, Pie kind of like staring at the top uh, where the wall and the and the ceiling meet. Uh, I think he's spotted a fly. And he's like in hunter mode.
0: He's about to go kill it. Ah, he's a mighty hunter. This one. Well. It's a good thing. Anyways, well you put those claws to better use down the deep way. Cause I hear there's things quite a bit bigger than a fly down there.
4: Try for
0: the fly. Alright, 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 that's fine, fine. Oh wow, you are is a big gnome. You yes. you kinda get into the sauce a little bit, fell in like when you were no, a child. I'm not a
3: full gnome.
0: You're not a full gnome, that's for sure. You're more than half and a one and a more half of a gnome <laughs> if I put three of you together, but you got a little bit of that kind of silvery moon ear thing going on. And if I don't if my eyes don't deceive me, I see a bit of a moss mound in your kind of jawline. So yeah, yeah. moss mound you know the moss mound families you know come on get with it son or what well whatever you are i don't know (laughs) all right well i think enough said i probably have to go
3: So, where's this deepening way let's just get this oh you, you don't
1: want to talk to zurb first Zerp? Um, I think we should talk to someone, but um, we should talk to the people that have done the scouting. We need the information necessary to make sure there aren't any hazards or liabilities um, further along the path.
0: Oh, they're, they're just a bunch of superstitious gnomes who are just scared of a little noise in the dark. Here, let me take you down. Probably along the way, we can talk to Zerper, Zerp, Zerper, Zerper. And then, yeah, one of them, they'll, they'll know something. But yeah, they go down? Well yeah, of course they went down. How do you think they would get their like you know noses into like the the substrate? They went
3: and investigated this noise everybody's complaining about. Well,
0: like see so the thing is is that like our miners they're just gnomes. Like they don't really let to go too much and so they're kinda of dependent on our mocking it friends. After all it's a symbiotic relationship and they were going investigating the part of the noise. But then, you know, it is what it is. And it spooked them all out. And they're looking kind of funny these days. Okay,
3: so they did kind of investigate.
0: Uh, sure. So
3: talking to them may be beneficial.
0: Well, you know, talking. I mean, they are micinids at the end of the day. I oh, don't these really are mycanids. Yeah, you know, you know what a mycanid uh, is, don't you, son? no. Okay, well then you're in for you're in for a treat. You're in for a treat, let me sell you. Okay, that's fine. You know, Helfix, you explain, you know, like we go back all the kind of centuries and everything like that. Just, you know, not a full gnome, so probably he's not gonna understand the greater meanings of this kind of inner mystery. Well, I'm
3: also not a farming gnome.
0: What do you mean you aren't a farming gnome? All gnomes are farmers. I'm from the city. I know, but we're talking deep down inside, in your roots. You are is a farmer.
4: Pretty uh, sure is not then,
1: um, oh, I think we're getting sidetracked. Uh, the the, the <laughs> changing conversations. Oh, I suck at this. Um, we need to talk to either the magnates or or anyone who went into the mines. I just want to know what we're getting ourselves into. Oh, you know
0: about. what? I just heard from you there, young Hellfix. I heard a bit of your gnome accent creeping right back in there. <laughs> That's yeah. good because it doesn't go away. Let me tell you, you can take the, the gnome out of the mines but not the mines out of the gnome or whatever the saying is. Anyways, okay, fine. You just gotta go down, take a, a left turn past Blade Run, go over the Bluegill laker over the steel rose, after 40 fields pass then you find the deeping way and then the understream you just go over there down there and then talk to Zorper Zorper or one of them anyways so they're down there of course they're down where what kind of darnation gnome are you anyways I change into something else <laughs> <laughs>
3: I'm not a gnome what, at what all you,
0: oh bad <laughs> but, but nation what what this is very strange now I look human Oh, okay. It, just, it gets dark in there. Remember to duck, okay, sir? Or are you human? Male? Female? Can't tell. Can't tell. Oh, uh, sir, ma'am, whatever. <laughs> okay, fine. All right, just be on your way now. Hellfix, you take care, son. Welcome back.
1: Yeah, well, I won't burn any buildings down this time. <laughs> which I technically didn't do last time. Oh, yeah, sure, that's what you always say. That's what
0: you say. That's fine, I know. That's why you haven't shown your face around these parts for at least, you know, 13 cycles. But that's all right. No problem. No ill will, my friend. All right, so... Um, You kind of follow those directions and, uh, you know, go down still rows and take a right at 40 Filters Pass and, you know, over the Bluegill Acre, the Spore Shock and the Blade I'm Run. I'm assuming Hellfix is, is leading I'm, us. I'm assuming there's like
4: butterflies or something for a pie to chase
0: along Not the way. Not really. It's more like, well, let's say it's more like a fireflies. So right. they're, they're kind of bright and phosphorescent and you're definitely getting a you know, further kind of neat underground and you know that there is a coolness over here. There's a lot of kind of humidity and you finally hear um you know next to like sort of dripping caverns um and there's like stalactites and stalagmites everywhere here the humidity is intense and you can hear the burbling of uh water that's kind of rushing near to the surface and oh water
4: wait wait guys we can before we go i need 10 minutes we need 10 minutes can we just pause for 10 minutes sorry this is a question this is in real life no, this is pie. Okay, this is that, that. That's what I thought I wasn't
0: sure. <laughs> I'm
1: assuming it's a ritual thing. So, oh yeah, go
4: ahead. Hey, um, and 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 I start speaking in Draconic and making some runes and such. Right, you know, I motion you to sit in the circle, um, and for the next hour we can. Uh, I cast water walk, which Ooh. allows us to walk on liquid, any liquid surface. That's Examples right. are water, acid, mud, snow, quicksand, even lava. As if it
0: was solid ground. That's pretty cool. Cool. I'm just like, I I don't like getting wet. And what's what's interesting is seeing this kind of three-foot-tall cat, bipedal cat kind of walking around and, you know, waving its paws slash opposable thumbs and its tail. And then it's speaking with this kind of raspy draconic. So it's really kind of... An odd scene. But after that, you feel empowered and you have the ability to walk on water. In fact, the little rivulets with this sort of subterranean, uh, uh, you know, uh, stream, underground stream does allow you to kind of w- walk on it and you can just bypass. Okay, cool. So deeper within, um, and this is when you hear it. There is.
2: <laughs> bong, <laughs> bong,
1: bong.
3: Sounds like a clock to me.
4: Oh yeah, no. a But you know, hap- know table clocks the mouse might have run up it.
2: It's happening again. Why do we have to listen to these noises?
3: Do we understand what these guys are saying?
0: Well, it's it's slow and it's kind of you know drawled out, but yeah, you think they're it, speaking it, common? Yeah, you can you okay. can hear common? Yeah,
3: okay, because I speak gnomish and. To- Halfling.
0: now um, there is now there there are like um, phosphorescence from like the mushroom structures that okay. kind of give enough of a faint phosphorescence and you can see uh near the edge of uh, you know the the uh, the understream you can see that there's these three hulking almost like mushroom shapes that just kind of bend over the side of uh, the water but then all of a sudden like you see one of them slowly, swivel towards you as if it's like moving like a plant in the sun.
2: Oh. Oh. Hello.
1: Hi. Out Zr- of Zr- Zr- there, friend. Um, we're here to investigate the, um, strange happenings that
2: have been occurring over here. And strange they are. They make me feel funny. Like my insides are being tickled with some feathers. Who's doing this? I don't know. Oh. But it happens after we hear the noises.
1: You mean the clock that just went?
2: What is a clock?
3: It's something that tells the time.
2: What is time? Um... Oh, I know you do not share in unity. Come closer; we shall share. Share what? I'm
1: gonna push pie
4: ahead of me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, <laughs> All right, we
2: what is unity? Unity. Is the coming together, the joining, so that one is one and we is we? Will you join with us?
3: <laughs> Enigma holds
4: back. <laughs> okay, so um, I'll say I'll say sure, but if something goes funny, I'm, I'm not I'm not against burning y'all down.
2: You will not wish so once you have made unity. Now, take a deep breath.
4: Okay, breathe.
0: These spores, microscopic tendrils of little, uh, fungal uh, releases on the wind puff up like smoke and begin getting inhaled into your nostrils. Can you please make a constitution saving throw?
4: Sure, but pass or fail, I just want to say that Pi is startled by this. Uh Uh-huh. And all of a sudden all his hairs stand up and he arches his back.
0: Okay, make that that, uh, roll for me, please. Um... uh, Twelve. Bong, bong, and then you feel like the insides of your your stomach are all of a sudden trying to like roil around, and like it, you have these flashes of weird color kind of happening, and maybe about a hundred feet into the cavern entrance, you see these strange, almost like a light that's coming out and and trailing past, like almost like a rift in space. And you can see just the nimbus of the light kind of edging and glowing out from within. And then you hear... BONG!
4: BONG! Now. I turn to my group and say uh, two things. One, it does tickle. Uh, <laughs> two, I understand so much more now.
2: You see, this oh, I is do see. what we understand. Welcome to we.
3: Can I try now?
2: Inhale.
0: Okay. Do you allow it? Yeah. If you wish to resist, I need you to make a saving throw.
3: I think I resist a little
0: bit. Okay. It would still scare me. Okay. Ten. <laughs> <laughs> like, like it like the, the 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 shock of it and like there's this kind of um, you know, almost an acid nature to it just causes you to inhale it even deeper and all of a sudden, like you can see in the dark. And, and cool. like, like you see all these, like, weird hallucinogenic kind of patterns. And then you see that same rift that I was uh, discussing. And, like, you can literally see it's like a tear in reality. And then... Yes,
3: the clock, yes.
0: All right. Hellfix, you see your other two companions. And basically what happens is that they're kind of... Doing the same motion as the myconids. And so it's really weird, especially the contrast between... Uh, Enigma and Pi. So Pi's quite small, but he's standing mm-hmm. on his hind legs and sort of reaching his hands up into the air, and he's sort of almost like tipping over, but he's just reaching towards the space beyond. And then, same weird thing is happening with uh, with, uh, Enigma. with with Enigma, and uh, you know uh, her changed human form. Not like her. It's there. The they're, 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 they're in, in fact, you can see that the edges of her form actually are start, their form <laughs> are starting to, to, you know, shift beyond just a human, right? It's not staying static and it's almost like she, it, her, they do not have, oh my gosh, I need to get this pronoun thing down. They do not have full control over their transformations anymore.
3: Oh, so I'm changing between all kinds of transformations. Yeah,
0: and okay. I mean, you get little bits of kind of a, you know, your skin is kind of changing color, and it flexes into a scale, and then it turns into almost like a watery beaded surface, and then you grow a horn out of the side. Okay, cool. Now, Hellfix, definitely weird stuff going on. What do you do?
1: Um... Hellfix is watching a little bit unimpressed and just like, oh, these guys. Um, and it's going to... So every time that you've done like the tick, tick, tick and the bong, 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 like have we heard that?
0: Hellfix didn't specifically. It was the others who experience it on this psychedelic, greater than reality level.
1: Interesting. Um, but the, when we originally came into this kind of cave area, we did hear...
0: You heard it once, that is correct.
1: Oh, that's really interesting. Um. Halfix is definitely not touching this. Um, but. He'll just turn to the Mycanoid and say. I don't know. Let me think for a second. <laughs>
0: It's easy, man. You just have to breathe, and inhale. Oh, uh, that's so
1: lovely. You, you. I understand that you like the me and stuff. Like, oh boy, uh, we, we, wee. It's so, it's so fun. Um, it's uh, not. You a can quest- stay you. I will stay me. I like no, I a lot. No, so- I don't think you quite understand
0: the grandiosity of the universe opening. Your companions have become one with the unity and we now see the real truth of the universe. Open your eyes, breathe in and become one with we.
1: My man, I... I went to university, okay? I've had shrooms before. I it lasts don't for an hour, even know what that if-
0: That is because it is outside of the totality, my man. You um, just have to give in and be one. How else are we supposed to do
1: what we are supposed
0: to do in this world?
1: All right, so come on, you two. Uh, we're going to try and figure this out. Um... Did I get any sense of where this, the original uh, clock chiming, was coming from?
0: You're looking for it, and uh, you're not really seeing any evidence of it, like in anywhere that you're actually looking. Now, do you have any spells that allow you to see better in the darkness, or something like that?
4: Or
1: let me check.
0: Do uh, does Pi know because he can see through the myconids?
3: Uh, Same with Enigmas.
0: Do we know? So I'm just gonna hold on you for two seconds. Okay. Let's work through this scene okay. with Hellfix first.
1: I could try a C invisibility or an enhance ability or an enhance ability spell.
4: Oh. Uh, I can just cast light on your helmet.
1: <laughs> well I, I can I do have dark vision, so I, I like I don't oh. know if it's a thing about light. I could be wrong though.
0: Okay, so what do you do, Hellfix? It's
1: worth a shot. Yeah, uh, Helphix will ask
0: um, uh, Pi to cast Light. All right, Light is cast and Pi and Enigma all of a sudden, you see, like, this glorious rainbow prismatic kind of curtain wave in front of you. And it is entrancing and just beautiful. Now, Helfix, you see your two companions, and they're, like, swaying. Like, and the mushrooms are kind of swaying all at the same time.
3: This is
4: amazing. Oh, pie loves this. This is, like, oh, every color in the rainbow.
3: I know. Look at it. Alex, you
4: really need to try this out. Seriously. You're going to love this. And, and really hi, was,
0: um, you really see really like really a little butterfly up in front of you and you kind of leap and you feel yourself doing this slow somersault through the air as you reach out towards this glorious, you know, rainbow uh, butterfly. And as you touch its wings, it explodes into a scintillating waterfall of light and color.
4: Oh, yeah, I just want to be here forever, yeah.
0: All right, Hellfix. We have got all day, man.
1: He's not doing it. He doesn't want to touch this stuff.
0: (laughs) So. If only you could see what we're seeing. And
3: It's so pretty, Hellfix. You should do it.
0: All you have to do is just. Be yourself, man. Don't let the universe tell you what to do. Become one with the universe. Here, I'll give you a little puff.
1: Turns and walks off.
0: All right. <laughs> uh, you can see now. I want you to make a Constitution save, please.
4: Shit. And I and I I would like to uh, use cunning words. Okay. And say you got to try this, man. <laughs> Okay. Uh, as I spend my Bardic inspiration, <laughs> you could remove six
0: from your savings route. Alright, con save minus six, please.
1: Sorry, I had loading troubles with D Beyond. Okay. I tried to I clicked the throw and I'm unsure what's happening. One second.
0: <laughs> Rogers went down again. Yeah, I know.
1: <laughs> Thankfully I don't have Rogers. Uh, <laughs> we do. <laughs> oh, no. Um sorry, you said that was a con save minus six? Minus
0: six. Yeah.
1: It would still be a 19. Whoa! Whoa. Holy <laughs> crap!
0: Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, so you um, you know, kind of walked swiftly out of the range of the myconid spore cloud, which is just settling, you know, beyond them. Now you see that both uh pi and and um, uh, Enigma. Enigma are starting to walk further into the cavern. Are what we you,
3: walking towards oh we the light? Are you
0: walking towards the rift? The yeah, rift. yeah, okay. no, for sure.
3: Come on, Hellfix, hurry up! Yeah, we got to go this way. Come on!
0: And like their their words echo strangely, uh, you know, in 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 the in the cavern way. Come on, come on, come on.
4: I I would say it in Gnomish to help encourage her even more. All right.
0: Uh, Helphix, you see your two companions kind of disappear further into um, the darkness. Now, a gnome has dark vision, correct?
1: That is correct.
0: Okay. So, um, and oddly, in around the area where you see them, there's almost like a haze or there is a portion where even with your dark vision, which normally can illuminate kind of light, dark, uh, you know, light, uh, light, light shadow, or even heavy shadow, um, it almost appears to um, feel like there's darkness within the dark vision itself. And for a second, you see almost like a reverse polarity, sort of, sort of a photo negative kind of, um, arc and surround, uh, your two companions. And, um, you know, there is almost like a dark light, which is beaming from in around their position. So just think of the reverse of light, but in, in the darkness where you see the the absence of darkness it almost creates an illumination in of itself so very much reverse polarity kind of stuff and I mean it is kind of strange and certainly not what you would expect normally to kind of see with your normal dark vision
1: Yeah. and on the note of expecting things because I didn't want to clarify things because I feel like I'm missing a bit of context here um, first of all context in a one shot what yeah context in a one shot like Um, But it is like his hometown, right? So like, first of all, this um, place that we are, it was a big, lovely description. I didn't retain any of it. So are we like at the edge of town? Is this in a cave? Are we deep in the caves right at the entrance? What's going on? So
0: you're definitely deeper within the cave. So I imagine essentially um, a gradual descent into what is, quote unquote, more colloquial known as the Underdark. So there are a series of catacombs um, and areas. Areas that lie beyond the main kind of farming grounds of the mushrooms that are definitely more like uh, catacombs and, and caverns and, and things like that that are kind of descending literally into the depths of the earth. Now the, the gnomes are subterranean creatures and they're known, they're known to explore such areas. But certainly within this sort of provincial community, um, you know, they kind of stick to the, the areas that they know very well. Beyond that, and be, certainly beyond the river that uh, you guys have all crossed, thanks to Pi's uh, walk on water spell. Uh, you've actually kind of are on the other edge. So you're at the very periphery of the community, um, essentially on the borders of, uh, you know, what makes up, uh, you know, your home village, if you will, and the wilderness that is the Underdark.
1: Okay. So we're on the borders, somewhat in the Underdark, um, and the gnomes have interacted with the myconoid people before. Like, so would I know if this is a normal thing? Because... If the micanoids were dangerous, then no one would interact with them. So, like, is this just a thing that happens? They get you high and dance or something? Or is this (laughs)
0: unusual? So, for sure that, I mean, they communicate, um, you know, in part through like a telepathic connection through spores. And when other uh, species sort of breathe in the same kind of spores and stuff like that, it allows them to kind of speak mind to mind. So this is not entirely unusual in, in of itself, although certainly, you know, different gnomes will differ in their comfort level in actually submerging into the spore-based trance. However, um, especially for members of your community, those who have to interact with them, it's actually a fairly standard thing. But... You don't remember them necessarily insisting on it so much. Usually it's sort of a consensual thing where it's kind of understood and they're not necessarily trying to convince you one way or the other.
1: Yeah, that's the thing that like threw me and definitely through Hellfix. I mean,
0: I, I, I understand and, and that's fair enough. And I think I should have said that, you know, this is, this is a, this is a practice which is, although somewhat unusual, is not unheard of. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, Healthics
1: still would have refused. I want to make that very clear. It's not like mind-sharing thing.
0: Okay, (laughs) understand. All right. So at this point... Um, you basically are kind of watching them. Now, the myconids themselves kind of stay rooted into the substrate of the earth, and they're basically just kind of swaying back and forth. Um, your two companions are edging forward, and all of a sudden they enter this reverse light field, and they are actually starting to disappear within its darkness. What do you do?
1: Uh, Helphix is gonna try and follow at a distance, um, if possible. I don't know if this other Mike and Wade is going to try and... Spore him again.
0: It's not trying to, because you're basically kind of well out of of the immediate area. But all of a sudden, as you approach kind of the edge and the periphery of the area that your two companions seem to have entered, and now actually there's—it's not a flash of light, but a flash of reverse light, i.e. darkness. They seem to step into a crack in the darkness itself and then they disappear through and all of a sudden you find yourself at the very edge of this rift in space or in light and dark and reverse reverse light and darkness and you see that your your companions have stepped through
1: he's going to If it's a situation where he doesn't know what's on the other side, he's going to create one of his cannons. (laughs) Let's go with protection. Okay. step through.
0: All right. (laughs) And scene. Okay, that's a wrap. This concludes part A of our episode. We hope you're enjoying the adventures of the G-Team as much as we're enjoying making it all up as we go along. Part B will resume in our release next week. In the meantime, have a great day, stay safe, and don't forget to love each other. See you next time on Gold and Glory.